I love to think that children know me for my voice. If not my looks, they know me for my voice. And they sometimes, when I'm in a supermarket or something, a kid will say to her mother, that's Mrs. Potts. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show, a podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Podcast. Episode number 126, and uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. Now, sometimes we have main segments for like top fives or top tens or, you know, mm-hmm. focal points of something. This is one of those weeks we just have a lot of little news bits here and there, a couple of topics, that, things that, that are happening, some good, some bad, some sad. So we'll get to all that in just a few minutes. But, Jen, I have to ask you first, how did you Disney this week? I have spent this week um, Disneying by planning ahead for our December agency retreat. Um, so I have gotten a few exciting things that I'm not going to divulge. Fun. Yet. Well, okay, so it's just you and me. I, I have turned the recording off. Nobody's hearing this. So uh, what, what's what's happening? Do we need to know what's what's going on? Um, you know, where, well, where are we? Meeting? Okay, so I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't want to tell anybody. Uh-huh. But, okay, um, I'm ready. I'm I listening. kicked. I kicked David Dollar out of the fam. So you kicked me to the Grand Floridian. Is that where I'm? St- you're putting me <laughs> over the Grand Floridian. I thank you, Jen. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, that is that is good because I was at Pop and now at Grand Floridian. You know what? And our agent Cliff is with me. He'll be very appreciative of that. I will. I'm gonna text him now. You're hey, welcome, Clint. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of the fam, and of course we will talk about this as we're leading up to it because it's a big trip. It's it's yeah. fam trip means familiar it trip. It's a travel agent term that's basically a, yep. a couple of days that the agency comes together. Unlike the first of October when it was all voluntary, people were like, "Let's just come together and meet and you know get mm-hmm. together." We had we talked about that a few weeks ago over the hurricane, but but this time the agency is coming together. We're doing we're doing some resort tours, some learnings, mm-hmm. some, maybe a seminar or two. You know, you're going to take us all to Victoria and Alberts, which thank you, Jen, for that. Um, that's what, what I, that's what I heard. <laughs> I missed this. <laughs> that's what I heard. Uh, anyway, so my trip coming up, of course, that's uh, we've talked about this previously. That my family was like, well, we'll go too. I'm, I'm going to be with the agency doing agency things. They're like, well, that's okay. We'll do other stuff while you're doing that. Um, my mother-in-law is coming. My father-in-law is coming. The wife and the kid, they're all coming. And they're staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. I'm like, well, I'll be at Pop Century. You know, I'll see you before the trip, before the fam, and after the fam. But there was one night, the 29th, when I had to have a room because Pop didn't start till the 30th. And I'm like, well, let me go get a room. So I found one online, Pop Century. Wasn't the same category, but I'm like, maybe they'll let me move into a preferred. Because mm-hmm. I don't do, if I do values, I do preferred. I, my, I do not go to a standard. I'm too good for that. And so we go to preferred always. <laughs> but, and, and Jen, you can attest to this. And I think anybody who's a travel agent will attest to this, that we are our own worst travel agents. 100%. We so much care. And 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 like love and devotion into into clients' trips, making sure their trips are perfect. We spend hours on the phone and online, and you know mm-hmm. we're we're constantly messaging each other, going, "Oh my gosh, I can't get this to work for this client. I'm so unhappy." Blah blah blah. For ourselves, horrible. For instance, 
I forgot to put the deposit down from a pop century. Guess what? It's gone. So a week later, I'm like, all right, well, all-star music is available. I'll, I'll get that. That's fine. It's all-star music. I'll just transfer over to pop century. Guess what? Guess who forgot to put the deposit down for all-star music? This oh my guy. gosh. Why didn't you put the deposit down this when you guy, booked it? It's one of those late at why night. Why didn't things. you put the deposit? My card's downstairs you... late at night. Oh I'm my like, gosh. you know what? I'll knock this out real quick and I'll take care of it tomorrow. Forgot. So two to three days, two, three days ago. You have like, paper all over your office. Well, no, I actually paper went to look all for my all-star. Your... I would look for my all-star music resort reservation and I'm like, where is it? Where oh, I didn't I didn't put the pots down. Darn it. This does not happen with client trips, just mine. And so three days ago, I went online to look. I'm like, I gotta get this room. I got my card in hand ready to go. Jen, the only thing available is uh Borderlands. Riverside, which I love Portland Riverside. Be all right. Or All Star Sports. All Star Sports was legitimately one hundred and ten dollars less for one night, and I'm like, I I cannot justify spending an extra one hundred and ten bucks by myself at a uh, at, at a moderate when I could just because all I need is really somewhere to sleep, throw my luggage in, take a shower, hit the parks the next day by myself, and then my luggage will transfer over to Pop. So I'm going to be at All Star Sports now. I have heard they're refer. I know they're refurbishing the rooms. They're working on them. I know that. I know they're working on them. Uh, I know they're working. I don't know how them. far yeah. along they've gotten. I don't know. We've no I idea. I don't know which rooms have been done. I, have I don't idea. even know it exists. So well, they did. Well, okay. Well, pretending this exists, they did a light retouch over the summer where they replaced the linens and the mattresses and the the soft stuff or whatever. And and uh, you know we all thought it was like okay we're getting double we're getting queen beds now we're getting hard floors. Nope, no, no, none of that, none of that. No, um, no, 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 no. Now. I've stayed all star sports before. It's fine. I've been spoiled on the new versions of the values where you got the hard floors and the Murphy beds and the nice mm-hmm. desk and the USB ports. Sports is not like that. It is the last bastion of the old resort room era of Disney is sports. And so I will be going to a sports room for the for one night because I am my own travel agent. Had this uh had I had to put a deposit down, 15 bucks more could have said all star music with their nice hard floor. You need a personal assistant. So I really do. I really do. So it's it's a little ridiculous, but that's how I Disney. I uh, I put my stake into All Star Sports, and I will be there for the night. Now, anybody staying at All Star Sports, by the way, it's not a terrible resort. It's not a bad resort at all. I've been there many times, and I don't. Mind, I actually don't mind going. It's just a funny story because I've been trying to avoid it forever uh, by staying at Pop, which I love Pop. And here we are at All Star Sports. So. Not cool. Not good at all. So we got a little news uh, we're going to get to. And not a ton of stuff here. Well, I say not a ton of stuff. And then we end up talking for 30 minutes about the news. But uh, we'll start with Disney World. Of course, we got the notification that uh, and we're not going to spend a lot of time on this because we all have strong feelings about this. And we all expressed our feelings on online yesterday. I read through the reviews and, you know, it's one of those stories that you get the whole I put up a post on on one of my Facebook pages, and I was just waiting for the comments to come in, and some did. The Walt was would be spinning in his grave comments, and the you know they were pricing people mm-hmm. out, whatever. The con- all those, I get that. I, I hear all that. You know, agree or disagree, whatever. GD Plus, which has until now been fifteen dollars a day per person before mm-hmm. you can add it on to previous plus previous tax. Add it on to your package plus tax. So it comes out to about seventeen bucks, uh, sixteen fifty, seventeen bucks per person. Sixteen something, yeah, something like that. And so previously, up until about early June, you could add it on your your package. So if you booked a trip in May, like I have mm-hmm. plenty of trips booked last May for coming up in yes. December and and everything, add it on your package. Even you know, uh, up even to late December and the first one or two days mm-hmm. of January. Uh, so there, it's added on. Perfect. Got it. They've already paid for it. Uh, 
Right. Uh, they took that that part away where now you have to add a day of, which was kind of a hassle. But at the same time, it kind of helped me because I wasn't having to tell my clients, yes, you must get this. No, you don't. I was just mm -hmm. able to advise them. OK, these parks, those parks, that kind of thing. So and, and, it, and at the time, I think we discussed it because it, I mean, it's to help the product itself work better. Right. You know, because it, there there were rollout issues. OK, right. like no secret. There were rollout issues with Correct. Disney Plus. Rollout so R that was, we, or there there were and there are a lot of issues yeah, so, yeah. that seemed to help alleviate mm -hmm. a little bit of it. yes 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 well uh, yeah so it anyway. so they hit us anyway. with this yesterday morning kind of in an early warning email hey guess what guys it's going down to seasonal pricing now mm -hmm. that means it's no longer 15 days per, per, per person per day on on the regular it might be 17 it might be 20 it might be 22 this morning it was it was 20 it was 20 dollars per person yeah it was per day. 20 uh, if you morning. look on the app and actually you can look on the app at 1201 midnight florida time so if you're deciding you're not not sure if you're going to get it or not and you're still mm -hmm. up look on your app at 1201 hmm. eastern time a, eastern time eastern time it's a busy day it's gonna be 22 dollars per person hmm, i don't know if we're gonna get it or oh it's only 16 bucks per person let's go ahead and knock this out real quick so you can make that decision for your family i'm not going to tell you absolutely what's, what's, and I, I and one of the things i hate doing when i'm working with families is is i don't like it well i don't say i don't like when they ask this question because this is a natural question they ask my recommendations would you purchase this would you mm -hmm. do it and i'm like i travel so much differently than you're going to travel because i've been there i've done these different things you have right. not that kind of thing is it worth it is the other question and my answer to that simply is whether it's this whether it's the savannah rooms at animal kingdom mm -hmm. lodge whether we're talking verandas on the cruise ships is it worth it most of the time i will tell you if you're comfortable spending the money yes or i will simply say i don't think the money's worth it at all um is genie plus worth it if you're comfortable spending the money i think it is for personally i think for magic kingdom and hollywood studios i think for, especially for hollywood which has like six mm -hmm. major attractions I think it's a oh big deal. gosh! I think it's a big, big deal. Magic Kingdom mm -hmm. also for a lot of the small also magic, magic, yeah, exactly. So you know, but now you have to look at it and say, oh, I find okay. it works well at Magic yes, personally. I, for I think me. it does too. I think it does too because you're able to get a lot of the smaller rides. Because yes, sure, agreed. you may not be eager to go. Oh, I'm going to do a Genie Plus. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm going to do a Genie Plus pass for a Lightning Lane pass for Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. Well, you know what? You can get in there right now, or you can wait the 20 minutes in line. I want to go get it right now. You know, I'll knock that out yeah. as soon as I get in. You know, in five minutes, I can and then get one. a new one. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but it has increased in price. Now, other things that have increased in price as well. Savvy's uh, uh, the lightsaber workshop has gone from two nineteen to two forty nine. Mm -hmm. The droid workshop went up to about one twenty. Uh, the refillable mm -hmm. mugs at every resort went up to about twenty one ninety nine, and the capture your moments went from seventy nine dollars. That's the the personalized photo session. Yes, fifteen to, minutes to ninety nine. Exactly. Is it fifteen or twenty? It was twenty. Oh, wait, they, it maybe was 20. twenty. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think it's twenty. A twenty for up to eight That's people, me. which they do all kinds of really really fun things and everything. With you, you get your own photo pass mm -hmm. photographer for twenty minutes. You kind of specify the location for the most part. You can kind of tell yeah. kind of basically what you want to do. It's a really mm -hmm. good thing for groups and stuff. So obviously, people are like, "Oh my gosh, Disney's increasing prices." First of all, you and I both knew this was coming. There was no way it was going to save fifteen bucks a person at all. No, no possible. No, I mean, no. I think, I think I'm surprised it didn't shift sooner. I think my only surprise was I did not think it would go variable. Right. I thought and they that would was the keep thing. I would think they would just go up to twenty bucks a day per person. Here's the problem. Because that's what Disneyland was. Yeah. Now here's the problem. Besides the pricing, obviously. Okay, so I have uh, twofold, and you can kind of you can kind of uh, yeah. respond to this however you want, or throw your own in there as well. Twofold. Number one, I think there is a case of 
and Disney, I know some people did from Disney listen to this. There is a nickel and diming perception that's happening with Disney. And I think Disney has to be really careful with this because rather than just saying, you know what, we're going to increase the ticket prices by 10 bucks, by 15 bucks across the board. Everybody has to pay more. Which does typically happen which every typically fall. Happen, I'm going to say that you know, for, for time immemorial since they well, like usually it happens the like, ABCDE tickets. Yeah, in previous years, mm-hmm. it's happened in February-ish, early March-ish, up until COVID. COVID has kind of thrown everything kind of out yeah, whack, and we're still trying I to figure out the trends. I feel like we've happened. gotten some fall ones, too, mm-hmm. though. But Maybe I'm thinking increase of Universal the price being in or the fall. increase the resort fee or something like Or not resort fee, but increase the resort cost just a little bit. And that way you're not hit with, oh, now we have to make, pay more for, for this particular thing. Because every time Disney goes after a particular service, whether you like the service or not, whether you agree with the service or not, Genie Plus or whatever, and raise the price on it, suddenly it's viewed as a, well, you're nickel and diming, you're increasing prices already. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with, and, and Disney knows this, I think, is that they their brand is getting getting hit because people are like, well, they're spending, they're, they're raising prices on stuff and the service is kind of, depending on what's going on, you may have a service issue there. And so I think that's got to be something they're real careful with. The other problem I have with this variable pricing is now it's very hard for families to plan. Um, mm-hmm. If they had gone through and said, oh, you know what, now it's 20 bucks across the board. You, at least families can choose whether they want to get it or not, but at least they know, okay, my trip's December 5th through the 9th. How much should we budget for Genie? Now we know it's 20 bucks a person. We all get it these mm-hmm. two days, that, those two days. If there was some sort of calendar, you could look online and say, okay, I see from December 5th to December 19th, it's going to be 17 bucks per person. The 20th through 25th is going to be 25. At least you can plan for it. It's really hard for a family to go now. And because pricing started today, like absolutely today, it wasn't like a later on in the future mm-hmm. thing, like the new pricing started today. So if you're a family going in the next few weeks and you've budgeted, you know what? My, my travel agent told me Hollywood and, and Magic, I need it for this. We're going to budget 100 bucks for our family of five to do it every day. Oh, now it's 140 per day. That, I think that's that's a trickeration there that families are really gonna have to work around. And I think I think that's a disservice. I really think that. I think that there should be some sort of something where families can plan for this. Um, Previously, so we could add to the package, and we knew the cost of it outright. That's fine. You can't add to the package, and I'm actually okay with that. Uh, but I do think there's I mean, an issue there with, with planning for. Yeah, I, I think wise. at this point, Mike's suggestion is just plan. It's going to be 22. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's probably going to be less. Right. I mean, if you're going over major holiday, it's going to be 22. I mean, it's or, like, well, it's straight they said up, 22, it's 22 through the end of October. That doesn't mean it won't be higher. Like Christmas, I'm expecting 25 per person. Christmas week, you know, I, uh, Thanksgiving week. Yeah. And it could, I think at some level they'll have to do a cap though. Like it's only going to be up to such and such because let's right. even say the individual lightning lights, which are also variable. Okay. Right. right. That is some, I mean, ticket prices are variable. There is a calendar for that though. So yeah. you can see you're can buying standalone tickets. Exactly. Um, but, you know, with with the individual lightning lanes, it had always been up to 15 until um, until um, Guardians. Right. Guardians. And right. then Guardians was like randomly 17. And that's right. the most I've seen for the individual mm-hmm. lightning lanes. I'll be curious to see if that happens. And and who knows if there is the pushback, maybe mm-hmm. it won't go up right. from 22. You know, right. in Disneyland, which, of course, California, higher cost of everything. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. It's just how it is. I mean, just literally. And it's, it's LA, which is you know just extremely expensive. It did also go up to 25, but it stayed flat. I do not believe. I think it's 25 across the board. It's variable. Yeah. I think it's just 25 across the it board. It was 20 and now it's 25 the, per person. So. That did surprise me a little mm-hmm. bit because I don't feel like the demand is out there. 
No. For Genie Plus. No. It's not. And Web Slingers is now in Lightning Lane. Web Slingers yes, is no longer that an That was a good change. Yep. I think so. Yes. That's, so. yep. I think that's a good change. I feel like that's the next thing that would need to happen is the individual Lightning Lanes are going to go away because it's going to come down to, I'm going to buy the Genie for the day or mm-hmm. I'm going to buy the individual right. Lightning Lanes. Right. Now, if I'm going to go on the flip side of this, this could also help control the lines mm-hmm. and you know the some of the complaints that there have been with with genie plus right you know like because some people were complaining they were lanes only are too getting, long what, two so. to three mm-hmm. correct like it's too long i'm only getting two to three um attractions per day right. now the way i use it i normally get three to four to five but i'm also not just going you're for also tickets. experienced you know what i well, mean and you've done this many and i'm times. also experienced yep. with it if you're a first timer mm-hmm. there is a learning curve and there's no way around it right. like until you're in there doing it so right. just just like with anything by day two normally you're okay you're like oh yeah i got yeah. this yeah but you know day one can be a challenge so there is that possibility um and i just i think and we've both said this when fast pass plus came out Everybody hated it. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and it took yep. probably what two and a half, two and a half, three years before that settled out, would you say? Well, it also took a while for it to start working correctly. It, once, correct. Once it was working correctly and flowing like 90% of the time, yeah. it was a great system. It really it was a great was. system. So, people loved it. And and now we're, I think, to the same thing. But unfortunately for us, we are at the more beginning phases. Genie has right. only really been around since for a year. Right. So, and there have been some growing pains. It did not roll out, I think, as smoothly as everybody had hoped. Mm-hmm. And so they did take the step to roll things back. I think that this is another, I do think this is another step in the process. I totally understand that it's not a popular right. step. Right. I think that this is another step in the process. I'm hoping that we will start to then cease something good. Right. Coming. <laughs> Can I tell you what I think? If they may, if they did one thing, this would take a little work for Disney's part. But they, if they did one thing in particular, I think all of this bad bad publicity would really kind of lessen. And that one thing is simply bring back Magical Express, even in a paid version. Bring back a Disney bus version of Magical Express mm-hmm. because not only are you eliminating people having to rent cars, you're eliminating ha- people having to, to to go off to mirrors or sunshine or something not Disney. You're on a you're starting your vacation on that Disney bus. You're not having to take an Uber, which means you're stopping somewhere else, like at the store or Walmart or something, to gather all your stuff, the waters and things like that, which we do now, by the way. Um, you're buying it there at the park. You're now mm-hmm. not having to worry about renting a car to get from the airport to the resort. And also think, well, since we have a car, let's go down to Universal for the day since we're going to have the car because I've had clients do that as well. Mm-hmm. That one thing, I think you bring that back. You bring that courtesy back. You even make it free or 10 bucks a person, something very cheap. I know this would cost Disney a little bit of money, but the publicity for it, I think, would be tremendous. Um, I don't I don't know. Having said that, I don't know how they do that. I don't know how soon they do that mm-hmm. or whatever. But I think that There's one thing, starting your vacation some- off right, I think would be massive. I think that there's way too many barriers for that because the mirrors parking spaces, those mm-hmm. are mirrors parking spaces. So True. there's nowhere for those Disney buses to park at the airport. So right. like literally they would have to lease out some, at right. least that's my understanding right. from what I've heard. Um, also it wasn't Disney's decision necessarily. It was mirrors. mirrors. I know contract. mirrors pulled out. That, yep. Yeah. That was a mirrors yep. thing. So we, we literally can't blame, listen, we can't lay the blame there. Right. <laughs> we we right. have to lay that with mirrors. Um, and then also just, 
you know, cast members in, in bus capacity that they're gonna have to purchase those buses then right. if they're going to be Disney run buses. Oh, it would so be a little I costly. I get that. Far too um, many. And I don't know if it's and a... far too much of an investment that they're not getting return on. Right. right. I understand that. I get that totally. But in terms of investment, there is right now for Disney, I think there is a high dollar on good public image. And I think they need that. And I think put spending mm-hmm. extra money on it may, it may cost them a billion dollars, you know, or $500 million or $200 million. I don't know how much a bus costs, but, you know, Three thousand dollars, no clue. Um, but uh, I think it, even extra magic hours, you know, bringing back, bringing back extra, extra magic, magic hours, hours. it even doing I think it too, that and would I think be great. That would be tr- for everybody, okay. or you know, thirty minutes for you know, maybe or everybody everybody gets hour, in the morning at morning. night only deluxe or moderate or something like that. Make it an hour right. and, and if, expanding that right. And then I was thinking like if you did something where Magic Kingdom, um, you're only opening Tomorrowland and Fantasyland, just Tomorrowland and Fantasyland. And next time, maybe Fantasyland always stays open. But next time, you do Fantasy and Tomorrow and Adventure or Adventureland and Frontierland. Well, it was um, always um, it was always Tomorrowland and Fantasyland whenever for, it was really at, at night. It was only was those it? two lands. Are you sure? Oh, at, no, at, at night. night. It, I'm no, I'm at sorry. Night. At night. At at night. night. Right. Okay, I'm sorry. Right. I was in the morning. And then on Hollywood Studios, maybe do it where it's Toy Story and Galaxy's Edge only. And then the, the, a couple of nights for later, in Hollywood, do it the rest of the park or something. Just you know, or Star Wars, whatever. If you're afraid of opening the whole park, just open part of the park. Just giving the fans the guest something else to say, you know what? You don't have to pay for this because you're on site and you're our guest. We're going to let you ride Slinky Dog Dash uh, like after closing. Something to that effect. You know, that's just a uh, Disney. Josh, I know you're listening. Come on, let's 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 work on this. So, uh, like you said, of course, Disney Disneyland did increase their costs uh, twenty to twenty five. Spidey's now in the Lightning Lane itself uh, as well. Mm-hmm. But a couple more things in Disney World here, of course. Holiday Remix is coming to Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic yes. Rewind. Now we were all theorizing, mm-hmm. could it be a mixture of Bing Crosby and Mariah Carey's All at Once for Christmas, whatever? No, no, no. Oh gosh, one song, but they're going to do a mashup of different Christmas songs in that one song. Uh, with some special okay. surprises, they're saying. So we don't know what the song sounds like. Oh, we don't. Know but that. it okay. will be the same song playing every single time. Um, so you will hear that same song. So there won't be any more like I need Disco Inferno, I need September, I need uh, One Way or Another, which are the three that it's I okay. need. Okay, I got. I'm complete. I know now. your checklist I'm, is done. I am now complete. Your your your, so. your punch list is done. Uh, thoughts and prayers for that. Good job on there. Um, the American <laughs> Adventure, which has been closed for a month or so now. Is reopening yes. December seventeenth, so there is a reopening date. People will get to see that just in time for Christmas week. No, no idea yet on exactly what's been done. I think it's just an overhaul, over overall refurbishment. Of course, there was. I, a, I think it was a small fire yeah, there, but it was. Um, but I don't know that that affected it too no, too much. No, but I, I mean, from time to wrong. time, with yep. all those animatronics, you yes. have to do some yep some things. Yep. You know. Yep. So they're going to be redo- redoing that as well. So that'll. Uh, so that's that. Uh, also, over at Disney World, we are hearing that Fantasmic is going to reopen in November. Now, yeah. There is one particular uh, Instagram account that I read. Fan- Disney has now given us a date on on Fantasmic, and I'm like, I haven't seen this. I click on it, and really? it says, and of course, the article <laughs> itself says no date is given, but we know it's November, <laughs> and I'm like, clickbait. Um. My favorite. I, I fall for those sometimes too. My, I'm like, wait, did I miss that? My oh, favorite gift from Mad Max Fury Road with Tom Hardy going, looking up at the person on top of the tower, shaking his finger. That's that's bait. <laughs> that's that's exactly what that was. I was <laughs> like, exactly what that curse was. you, bait, curse you. But fantastic. You is- fell for it. And I will be down there in that area the first weekend of November. And I am hoping it's early November because I would love, because I have a park ticket for a day. And I'm gonna do. Yeah. I'm going to Epcot. I know that for sure because I want my fry flight because I didn't get to do it in June. Uh, I'm not June. Sorry, too. in September when we went. And I'm blaming Kyla, Kyla, Kyla for that. That is her fault that I didn't get to do it. Um, uh. 
but I didn't get to, so I'm going to go for the fry flight and I'll do a park hopping stuff and hoping I would love to go see Fantasmic that night. That'd be amazing. Josh, get on that as well. Uh, crossing over to Disneyland, Magic Band Plus debuting in Disneyland on October yes. 26th. Uh, Magic Key holders, DVC members, and cast members will mm-hmm. start using it on the 19th. So just a few days from now, they'll kind of get a preview of it. Yeah. Um, and by the way, Jen, did you know that your Magic Band at Disney World will also work at Disneyland? Take the I same did. band back and forth. I did read that. And yes. I am very glad for that, actually. Yes, me too, because I don't want to have to buy another one. I just well, don't. Which was like Disneyland, of course, it was always, I guess I never totally understood why mm-hmm. Magic Bands weren't a thing out right. there. I right. mean, I just never, I was like, I mean, obviously there's a reason and they operate differently, but I was like, why? It's like, it's kind of easy. So yeah. Oh, yeah, because you have the little key card. Uh, I had the Magic Band Plus for our trip for the first time in our trip um, a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. Uh, and I know you had it as well. And what was your what was your take on it? Oh, I, I didn't know, have it. Oh, you didn't have it this time, but you've used it before, correct? Or have you Magic used- Band Plus? Yeah. yeah. Have you not? Okay. No. Well I, Oh no, I use I use my phone. Oh, use your phone. I well, use magic. Yes. I use mobile magic for mobile magic. I have plenty of magic yes. bands, right? Yep. I've got a zillion. I mm-hmm. always have one in my bag just in case, but right. I do tend to use mobile magic. My honest assessment on the Magic Band Plus is it looks cool. I got no use out of it whatsoever. When I walked by a statue, it would vibrate sometimes. I would stand there, and I was the door kind of waving my arm at the statue, trying to get the statue <laughs> to say something. I would walk away, and then I would hear, like, Dante from Coco, the statue kind of bark or something like that. Couldn't get it to work. Randomly on rides or walking through queues, it would mm-hmm. vibrate. And I would look around going, what, am, what's, what is vibrating? I don't understand mm-hmm. what's, what's – couldn't figure that out. We didn't go to the fireworks, so I didn't get to see Glow at the show. No, uh, I did mm-hmm. get to see that because mm-hmm. I was with Agent Alexa Okay. in – on the 40th. Right. And it was cute. Like mm-hmm. what was interesting is like, I'm watching her band, but I'm not always watching the show. Right. So, but the band would light up and it really did match. She took some videos. I think she put them on her, um, on her Facebook page, okay. but you know, the one actually, it was the Coco one was super fun. Like the band was like dancing. Was like, oh, fun. Like, fun, fun, fun. Yeah, well, it so, kind of I mean, reminds me fun. the ears glow at the show with the ears they had a few years ago where people, oh, yeah, I mean, temporarily people loved it, that. but people also distracted by it. They're like, I want to see the fireworks yeah. and the projections, not like lights all over the place. Um, I didn't right. go to Hollywood Studios, so I wasn't able to use the, the Play Disney app thing mm-hmm. where you do the bounty hunter stuff. So for me personally, I didn't get much use out of it. This is something with real potential. They can really add a lot of things to this band, I think, all over the park. But and right I, now, if somebody's like, should I spend $25 on a band that I want or spend 40 bucks on a Magic Band mm-hmm. Plus? I'm probably going to tell you to go with a regular band for right now. Um, I, I think I think I'm glad I have a Magic Band Plus. I have one and I'm glad I have it. I'm holding mm-hmm. on to it. I'm going to keep it. I might use it again in the future. But, you know, for my December trip, I'm going to order the All-Star Band because they have All-Star yeah. Bands. Available. Uh, <laughs> totally ordering that. See, so. for, for me, like, I don't even spend money on bands anymore. Right. Like, I'll put that money toward Genie Plus mm-hmm. and then I will... You know, I'll just use my mobile magic, but right. like I know Heather's girl, quasi producer Heather, her mm-hmm. girls really enjoyed the magic band pluses because they they liked interacting with the statue. Right. That's something fun because our family goes right. a lot. So that well, was like a little scavenger hunt sort of situation for them. And so that was but no, that so that's just sense. very total sense. I just yeah. couldn't get it to work. So, that was my problem. I just couldn't make it happen. And I <laughs> so. I don't remember what Heather said the trick was because they had some hard times too. But I think she said like they found if they did Something mm-hmm. specific, like it would work better, but right, I don't know right. what that is. But well, I mean, and obviously, there were, you know, probably some yeah. kinks. There were people kind of waving their hands, waving their arms around. Oh, I was doing it. <laughs> Stephanie was doing it. Just like we're like freaking out, arms waving all over the place, trying to get it to work, and it just wasn't working. But although uh, that the, happened too with the um, Blackbeard's, uh, you know, Jack Sparrow thing, mm-hmm. the Jack yeah, Sparrow pirate. Um, 
I think that's back. Was that in Hollywood? The one in Hollywood Studios, or the one in Magic Kingdom? No, 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 Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. Okay, over by, by parts of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jack Experience, blah, whatever that's called. Where you uh-huh. like, do scavenger hunts yes. and have maps yep. around. Yep. The- yes. Yeah. So uh, they're also, and I don't even have this written down, but I know, I do know that coming very, very soon is the DuckTales adventure at Epcot, which uh, over the little phones and stuff, or you'll be on your phone, yeah. which is exciting. I think we talked about that last week, but I didn't want to mention it. We that did. We mentioned coming. it last week, but that was cute. It's I mean, coming. that was yep. really cute for kids. Yep. When it was um, Agent P or whatever. January, uh, kicking off the 100 year celebration. It starts mm-hmm. at Disneyland Resort beginning January 27th, 2023. Of course, Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway opens up over in uh, Toontown at Disneyland on yes. the 27th, which the queue is supposed to be interactive. It's supposed to be a really fun queue. Oh, uh, so I'm excited so about I'm excited about seeing that. So when we go into Disneyland yeah. fam next year, which I'm sure you're setting us up for that, you know, we'll go on that. Uh, yeah. Some of the things that will be offered starting on the 27th, Mm-hmm. You can expect to see the Sleeping Beauty Castle dressed in style for the anniversary. The castle adorned with elegant platinum banners and bunting accented by a magnificent cobochon featuring the three good fairies who will <laughs> illuminate it with their shimmering pixie dust. With two, Ooh. two, not just one, Jen, two majestic water fountains gracing either side of the moat while a beautiful wishing star Ooh. sparkling from the tower above. All new nighttime spectaculars also coming World of Color 1 will debut with California mm-hmm. Adventure, telling a new story of how a single action, like a drop of water, creates a ripple effect that can grow into a wave of change. It will also have a new song okay. called Start a Wave. Uh, over at Walt Disneyland Park, Walt's original Magic Kingdom will become a, a magnificent canvas with Wondrous Journeys, a new nighttime spectacular that will ignite the wonder in all of us. And as I read this paragraph, the only thing I can think of is, that's what we should have gotten for the 15th anniversary last year <laughs> instead of Enchantment. <laughs> I, I but like am, we said, I think they learned. Yes, I think we're, they we're, learned. we're keeping it positive. But Josh, we're taking away anything from this is the fact that Disney World is the cash cow. Why does Disneyland get all the good stuff? Seriously. Well, listen, Seriously. but they start the hundred years of celebration. They do. They do. And what are they, they calling have, it in in March? What yes, are they calling it? 100- well, hundred year celebration. I'm not sure what they're calling it at Disney World. It might just be the hundred year celebration. Honestly, it might just be the hundred year. Um, but not, they, but but. Let's start that in world yes. too. Yes, yes, yes. We will get that in, in world. Uh, also, in spring, the Magic Happens Parade will have its long awaited return to Disneyland Park. Magic Happens celebrates the awe inspiring moments of magic that are at the heart of so many Disney stories. So they get that as well. Um, also, I believe uh, that. The reason it's not coming to Disney World in January, which makes total sense, is that we've got to finish our 50th anniversary celebration. Oh, yeah. That is that was running. Yeah. And so yeah. my my best guess is, and I'm not reading anything that says this, but my best guess is they're going to kind of give it a week or two after the 50th to kind of remove whatever it is they need to remove, whether it's the 50th signs or whatever. I don't think they're going to remove the statues, although some no, like no, the stitch with the 50 in his mouth may need to change to 100. I'm not really sure. Um, mm-hmm. And then probably sometime in April, maybe even up. You know what? My prediction the 100 year celebration for Disney starts on Memorial Day weekend at Disney World with the opening of Tron. That's my prediction. Is uh But didn't they already say it was going to start March 31st in Disney World? Did they? Okay. Well, that's my prediction. It starts March 31st and then Tron opens Memorial Day. <laughs> Oh, no, I, I could be wrong on no, the yeah, date, yeah, but you could be right about that. It said March. I something. was thinking there'd be a little little time there, but maybe not. Maybe not. So no, right I kind of so. think that. I think it's going to be like an Epcot festival. I think we're going to just like we'll just edit all that out. So you know, as I was saying, 
It starts March 31st with Tron opening Memorial Day, as far as we know. Um, going on down the road now, well, actually, we're at Disneyland, so we come back across the country, down the interstate, I-4, to Universal, where they are building, of course, Epic Universe. Um, They're building a Wizarding World there, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, where we mm-hmm. figured it was going to be heavily influenced by Fantastic Beasts, but they kind of pulled away from that. However, some details have come Probably out smart. about the Ministry of Magic. They're calling it the Place Kashi which translates to a hidden place. And I completely said that wrong because it's supposed to be French. Oh, oh. C-A-C-H-E-E. Cache. Cache. Well, it's C-A-C-H-E with a little thing on top. E. Uh, so, is it cache? I'm used to cache having one E and not two. So place cache. <laughs> Whatever it translates. Well, is it, so it depends on if it's masculine or feminine. So if it's, there are masculine and feminine words in the French language. I don't know. So if, sometimes it's la, sometimes it's le. I don't know and if so it's a boy or a girl. If it's, it's, if it's modifying a masculine <laughs> verb or masculine noun that it's got one mm. E. But it's, mas- it's a feminine, it's, it's grammar. Whatever you just said, I go with that. Um, so yeah, I, I tend completely out for the last 30 seconds. So they were planning a broomstick ride, which was going to be virtual reality, which again, that's universal where they do the say, screens well, and stuff. There we go. Well, it's going to have to be something like that, but I would imagine you you would mount a broomstick and around you would be the screens and you're flying through whatever. Uh, um, yeah. I don't know that I would be looking forward to that completely because screens again, it's universal. It's what they do. Um, I mean, but, I'm not surprised, but, but there you they go. Have, they've changed that up. They've kind of put that on the back burner. Maybe if they want to do another ride, okay. they can. But they're, they're thinking – the thinking is they're going to call – and this is actually from a site called uh, Screenscape, and they do reporting on rumors and reporting on, on, uh, on okay. big rides and things like that. The battle for the Ministry of Magic, guests will enter through a giant public flu network station. Uh, for non-Potter fans, flu network is how wizards will trans tra- go from fireplace to fireplace. That's how they, they travel a lot of times. Yes. Throw the flu powder mm-hmm. in your fireplace, enter in another fireplace across town um, into a large room full of fireplaces where you will be transported back to the Ministry of Magic just at the end of the trial of Dolores Embridge. So we're taking back to the to the original, getting away from oh, Fantastic Beasts. Okay. Okay. So you'll basically going back going to the end of Deathly Hallows. Um, yeah. And bef- before Cursed Child, which I haven't read Cursed Child yet. I'm not I have sure not read Cursed to. Child, no. I've heard various things. Uh, same until it's like, I just feel like it ended, book seven just ended nice. Yeah, I mean, I was good with the end of book seven. I'm like, I don't want to mess it up. It did. Honestly. It did. So you'll have lots of special effects. And uh, yes, you'll, you'll go to the queue area for the ride. You'll see mm-hmm. the statue of the Ministry of Magic and such. Um, guests boarding the ride. And again, this is all rumor and speculation, mm-hmm. but this is, the, this is what Screamscape is reporting. And I have no reason to doubt this because this sounds pretty pretty plausible guests boarding the ride vehicles at magical elevators they're described as kind of an updated spider-man style ride system where you kind of go up and down back and forth kind of a uh to the platform hmm. um okay it's a vertical up and down movement which can produce lift and dropping sensations the loading station is going to be like a dual loading system like mummy or green gods where there's like two different cars getting in you okay. go to the courtroom the death eaters arrive and try to flee f- and to try to free dolores umbridge but don't don't worry harry Ron and Hermione are quickly on hand to stop Dolores from escaping and getting her hands on a time travel device. So you'll battle Voldemort and so on. And of course, as the article ends, at the end of the ride, guests will exit through the gift shop. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> And you'll come back to the flu network entering into 20th century Paris. So the whole area will be will be designed to 20th century Paris based on Fantastic mm. Beasts, I'm guessing. The Probably. ride itself, they put this in here where you'll be going to the original Harry Potter storyline through the flu network and then coming back to 20th century. So they're like, we don't want to scrap all the plans we've made for 20th century Paris and fantasy beasts. Well, let's make the ride concentrate on the original stuff. 
because that's what everybody really wants. So we'll do that. So. All right. I mean, I mean, you know, suspension of disbelief. Exactly. We're good. OK, <laughs> exactly. So there's our news and our big rundown of everything going on around the world. Uh, last thing here, we do want to mention that yesterday. OK, so, Jen, I am uh, I'm, I'm in my late 40s. And you are in your late thirties or early thirties, whatever you are. I don't know, mid thirties, whatever. Um, <laughs> or early forties, like but thanks. Yeah, I will something take like leave. that. I will take but leave. you and I, I think both of us can can agree that when we were kids, we had our heroes. We had our heroes that seemed mm -hmm. like they would live forever. And at that time, when we were kids, these heroes were in their thirties and forties and fifties. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I'm talking not just Disney stuff, not just Julie Andrews and Angela Lansbury's, but also the Clint Eastwoods, the Harrison Fords, the Tom Hanks, the Steven Spielberg. Oh, these are the, yes. the mega stars of growing up. You watch these movies. Well, Jen, yeah. We're now in an era in our lives. When we're now losing our heroes, I we, just, we lost we lost Betty White earlier this year, Betty hundred years old. Mm -hmm. I I mean I can't complain about that. It's sad to lose her, but that was a life. Well, um, I mean, it was impressive. Exactly. Like, uh, I I watch. I don't watch the news obsessively over it, but you know, every time I see Clint Eastwood trending, I'm like, oh, what's wrong with Clint Eastwood? Because he's 92. Uh, um, right. You know, but Harrison it is like Ford, <gasps> in his late 70s. Steven Spielberg mm -hmm. is like seventies. Tom Hanks even is in his early, like once the late sixties, early seventies. You know, Steve Martin is early seventies. Julie Andrews older no. now. Um, you know, and I know for I know you you will just be a sobbing mess when Julie Andrews passes. Do, um, you can't even talk you know. about it. Like just <laughs> literally, you can't even talk um, about it. But yesterday we got the news that Dame Angela <sighs> Bridget Lansbury, born the sixteenth of October, nineteen twenty-five, passed away in her sleep uh, at the age of ninety-six, just five years shy. 97 years old one of the last surviving stars of the golden age of hollywood um yeah new mills accolades six tony awards including a lifetime achievement six golden uh, globe uh. awards an olivier award she got an academy honorary uh, honorary oscar uh she was nominated for numerous emmys mm -hmm. numerous academy awards grammy awards she's one of the few handful of people i think i know there are 17 that have an egot which is emmy grammy oscar tony there are about 30 people that have nominations in all of them. And she's one of the 30. She never she never got an Emmy uh, sure. or a Grammy, unfortunately, but nominated for everything. Um, she was, the, again, the golden age of Hollywood in the 40s. She was one of those last contract players when you had to sign a contract with a studio. Uh, you know, back in the 40s, I think she signed with MGM. She worked with the likes of Judy Garland, mm -hmm. Paul Newman, Clark yeah. Gable, Ingrid Bergman, Catherine Hepburn, Audrey Hepburn, just mm -hmm. such and such um, massive movies. Um, classics, of course, Bedknobs and Broomsticks is what a lot of people actually went to uh -huh. yesterday. Well, there are two, basically, that people refer to. One was Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Yeah, I've never seen it, and I'm making a point this week to watch it just to oh, honor, good. just to honor Dame uh, Angela Lansbury. I love that growing okay. up. I thought that was a great movie. So Lansbury has been acting forever. I mean, she started mm -hmm. like uh, she actually was working a at a Canadian touring production like in the early '40s, uh, doing like. Broadway shows and Canadian plays and things like yeah. that. Uh, one of her first roles was 1944's Gaslight. Um, early on, uh, she got wow. married early. She was married for a very long time. One picture that I want to talk about, just briefly, 1962, <laughs> The Manchurian Candidate. Jen, have you ever seen The Manchurian Candidate? I've heard of it, but no, I've never it seen it. Is brilliant it is a great film first of all uh second of all it's her playing a bad guy she is in, a, in an evil mm -hmm. role she's kind of the controlling uh person behind it's like a government kind of kind of scandal spy thing where it's like mind control uh frank sinatra's mm -hmm. in this movie and i think either he got a nomination or maybe an oscar for this uh, for this maybe that's her, what i've heard about it um she was nominated for a uh, supporting oscar so if you want to see her acting chops 
Go watch Manchurian Candidate. It's black and white. It's classic. She is an evil woman in this movie, and she's great. I can't she's, picture her that way. I know, way. right? She's, she's, I mean, she's young, too, and she was gorgeous when she was young, by the way. She yeah. was a looker. Um, she reminds me of, um, of uh, uh, I can't think of the lady's name, but played Old Rose in Titanic, and she's, like, looking at it going, oh, going wasn't yeah. I a dish? That was Angela Lansbury. She was a dish. <laughs> of course, as I said, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks came along later. That's kind of where people know her. And then people really know her from mm-hmm. Murder, She Wrote. And I think that's yes. where everybody knew Angela Lansbury because she was Jessica Fletcher. 12 years, yeah. 1984 to 96. I didn't realize yeah. it had gone that long. Two hundred and thirty. Uh, I didn't episodes. know that either. Um, Quasar producer Heather made a great point. Of course, mm-hmm. she was kind of the 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 forefront of the murder mystery yeah. thing people grew up with that and now like yeah. my podcast or massive dateline has its own paid mm-hmm. podcast pr- program you can pay three bucks a month and get access to everything with no commercials i don't yeah. pay it i just listen to commercials and everything but um you get access to all of that which is insane and of course she uh she was mrs potts in beauty and the beast yes. being the classic title song beauty and the beast mm-hmm. um and now i'm just sitting here thinking of her as old as time and just it's Oh. Such a such a great song. I mean, such an incredible so production. Good. Now, I love the people Bryce and Celine Dion version. Oh yes, just, just hearing her motherly tone. This it's almost like you're laying in bed, you're trying to go to sleep, and grandmother's sitting beside you, just rocking in the chair, holding your hand, going, "Tale this old this time," and you're like, ah. "I mean, let's not talk about the fact that Mrs. Potts had like nine children, and she only really favored one of them. It was almost like you know." Joseph in the Bible. No, 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 no. Uh, I the, expected, I the expected other to, ones were self-sufficient. I expected her she to give Chip it. like a like a Technicolor dream coat or something because she he was the favorite, the only one that mattered. But she uh she Chip performed the title help. song, which of course it won the Academy Award for Best Original Song, Walter Golden Globe, mm-hmm. blah blah blah, and a bunch of other awards as well. So she was involved in all of that. Came back to film in 2005 with Nanny McPhee, which I've never seen. Does it? I. Does it bug you when you see Disney legends like Angela Lansbury and Julie Andrews in non-Disney productions? You're like, it doesn't bother me, like, but it's like Julie Andrews. Why are you in Shrek? That's the enemy. What are you doing? So, uh, she was also in uh, Mr. Popper's Penguins. She was in uh, the Australian production, the stage production of Driving Miss Daisy, along with James Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been in so many things, and of course. I remember sitting in the theater, and I didn't know this. I don't think anybody knew this. Julie Andrews had been asked about coming back to Mary Poppins Returns, and Julie Mm -hmm. had said she didn't want to because she didn't want to take away the spotlight for Emily Blunt. She was like, if I go there, people are going to talk about me and not talk about Emily Blunt, and they should talk Mm -hmm. talk about Emily Blunt, which is fair, which is great that she did that. So at the end of the movie, in the role that Julie Andrews would have played, there's Angela Lansbury sitting on a bench (gasps) as the balloon lady. And I think the the whole theater was like... (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> I started crying. I was like, I mean, oh my just, gosh. It, was, it was beautiful. It was wonderful. So Angela has been in so many things. Her voice has been so many things. Broadway star, mm-hmm. so many awards. She's one of those people that yeah. everybody likes. Like you can't find anybody yeah. to goes. I mean, there are there even people that don't like Tom Hanks and people that like Steven Spielberg. Maybe don't like some of the stuff they've done, but everybody likes Angela Lansbury. You and, can't hate on Angela know, Lansbury. She's so great, so talented, beautiful, and all classy. Voice is great. All classy. So I'm going to cross her off of people. We're going to try to get on the show because I don't think she's going to make it now. I don't um, think but, that's uh, going to work. But yes, uh, she also received a primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Guest Actress in a in a episode of Law and Order SVU in season six. Oh. I think I remember that because I think I remember her being a bad person, like in that kind of a an enabler <laughs> to the to the bad person. So. 
anyway, Angela Lansbury, you will be missed. Um, yes. you know, and we 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 love the we love everything you've done. I'm gonna watch again mm-hmm. the Dobbs and Bermuda this, this week. I think I'm gonna try to rewatch Manchurian Candidate just to to fill myself with Angela Lansbury's talent, which is, which is so great. <laughs> Jen, what happens when we lose Dick Van Dyke? Because he's also. No, do, do, look, I'm just stop saying. talking. I'm prepared stop. for the you worst. Just shut your mouth. Just you shut your mouth. I'm just saying. It's, 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 we're losing our heroes, Jen. It's just sad. So, thankfully, however, come. the listeners of this podcast have got us another for another uh, 40 years. We're young. <laughs> we're going to be around. You know? Main Geological Podcast. They're sick of us by then. 1074. I'm Dave, and this is Jen. Jen? Jen? Huh? What am I? I'm here. Mention, what? What are we doing? <laughs> so, have they finished Tron yet? They haven't finished Tron yet, but uh, Bob Chapek the fourth is saying it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> so, that is the Main Geological Podcast. That is Jen. I'm Dave. Jen, where can we find you on the line? Um, you can find me upon a star Jen or my personal Instagram at Jen underscore Navani. Perfect. Uh, you can find me of course on Facebook at magic on a dollar and Disney on a dollar. Find me on Instagram at the magic on a dollar. And of course find our, our show on all the Facebooks and the Twitters and the Instagrams and such. And, uh, find the agency upon a star travel on TikTok, which is a fun little place to follow at Instagram. The reels are great. And the reels and the TikToks aren't always, here's a place you should go to Bye bye bye. It's a lot of it's a lot of fun stuff on there. Uh, Agent yeah. Meredith has done some great stuff with she's done some wonderful with, things. Some of, yeah. some of it's hilarious. Um, yeah. so she's done a lot of a lot of good work on there. So make sure you follow that on Instagram as well. So there we go, folks. I will see Jen probably sooner than later because we're always chatting. Uh, but we will both see you guys next week. And don't forget to thank your Phoenicians, R.I.P. Angela Lansbury, and the old cost of genie. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.